Welcome to the Odd Opinions Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing our favorite types of film. We're going to like, it's kind of what animation style that we like. Um, here with me today, we have Gareth. What's up, everybody? Cameron. Yo. And Nathan. Hello. And myself, I'm Ray. Uh, but yeah, so my favorite type of animation is probably anime. And it's kind of like the weep thing to say, but... I, I enjoy a different, like, an, a more adult feel of a cartoon. I mean... Oh, very adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fan service. <laughs> High School of the Dead fan service? <laughs> <laughs> Man, my favorite type of anime... Animation. Remember when uh, they were doing, like, The Prince of Egypt and Treasure Planet? Yeah. Stuff like that. I really like... Oh, Atlantis, The you Lost know, that's Empire. kind of when... Yeah. The 2D hand-drawn died in that era. Um, Treasure Planet was Disney's last ditch effort to do 2D hand and animation. It was so good. And it had yeah. CG in it too. Uh, a lot of yeah, CG. It was, it was, it was groundbreaking CG in that one actually. Mm-hmm. I heard it took like over a decade to make. That's because Disney didn't want to make it and they had the two guys who made it had to force Disney to make it. Mm-hmm. They made two Disneys that good Disney wanted to make. Two movies that Disney want to make. And then they forced Disney. He's like, we made those other two scripts. You're letting us make our movie. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Hats off to them. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I don't know. I like the Kung Fu animated Kung Fu. Cause all the movements are like, they're accentuated. So you can see people like, you know, I, I think that's actually like one of the reasons I like anime is like the fight scenes and mm-hmm. like how they allow people to, like express it artistically. Mm-hmm. Is, the action lines yeah, are always amazing. <laughs> I mean, the dialogue is sometimes not the greatest, <laughs> well, but the fight scenes are usually pretty good. I mean, like One Piece, My Hero Aka, like those are the two big ones that come to mind whenever you think of like these huge fight scenes where mm-hmm. it's it's actually like very artistically styled. It tells a story too you like know, on its own. I like Samurai Champloo. The fight scenes with um, Jin and the Samurai who smells the flower, sunflower, sunflowers. Sunflowers, yeah, yeah. But the fight scenes in there, they flow really nice, like the way they do the sword movements. So you actually brought up a good point with the dialogue, which I did. The the storytelling is a little bit different for these kinds of of shows. Um, even though the the action itself is amazing and tells its own story usually about how powerful the protagonist is. (laughs) Yeah. But they do have a lot of nuance in the way that they tell stories that I don't think we do with the choreography here in America. Um, Our choreography is like, just get it done. You know, just make it look like he did something cool. They do something cool, but it's always tied to something about the character. And it ties back to what you said about the dialogue. They always make sure that the audience knows why this is a character moment. Oh, man. Which is making Gareth smile because Dude. I think he's more of the American sensibilities where we like to see the story in the character's face, like the facial movements and the body language. No, I appreciate And not other... have a diary read to us about why the character feels a certain way. No, the reason I was smiling is because I was thinking about Dragon Ball Z whenever like 
every fight scene took four episodes because they were just sitting there yelling at each other while not moving. Dude, when Goku powered up that first spirit bomb, man, I didn't think he was ever going to finish. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like (laughs) just sitting there and they're yelling at each other. And I mean, I loved Dragon Ball the whole series except for GT because, you know, we've already talked about that, I think, in an earlier episode. But... Uh, there we go. <laughs> Every time someone mentions that, we're going to do that sound. But no, uh, that's one thing about the new Dragon Ball Super series is everything is much quicker. Everything's happening rapid fire. And it's a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but I mean, going back to like Dragon Ball, like everybody remembers the first time that Goku goes Super Saiyan. Yeah. It's like, it was like an iconic moment of like anybody who watched it was like, oh yeah, that was that fight against Give us Frieza. a play-by-play, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see Krillin is picked up by Frieza oh, yeah. and crushed and it, it enrages Goku yeah. and that allows him to tap into the Super Saiyan power. Yeah. So is that like... Despite no longer having his tail, yeah. which is hey, a you know, whatever. Just yeah. It's kind of like when Aang got smashed against the rocks and unlocked his chakra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was able to go into Avatar mode. In Avatar. Yeah. I like that because Dude, there that's... was a whole episode about like tapping into his Avatar state and mm-hmm. how he had to have a certain frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And then that episode, they were just like, now nah, let's throw him a bunch of, against a bunch of rocks and he'll figure yeah. it out. He'll figure <laughs> it out eventually. <laughs> he has to focus internally to be able to access it himself. But if you smack him in this one particular spot, exactly, it just happens. Kaboom. So, so anyways, yeah. do you consider, do you consider, uh, avatar like anime? Yeah. It's similar. The American shot at it and they did a heck of a job. You know, it's I one feel, of my favorite series. I feel mm-hmm. weird because like, it's still unique in its animation style. The only other show that's ever really, even come close to trying to copy it is its own predecessor. Yeah. Legend of Korra. Korra. I only yeah. saw like the first four episodes of that, but it was still not good. predecessor successor. successor. But yeah. yeah. And even then their the Legend of Korra was much more influenced by the new style of American animation with stronger lines and more CG effects and stuff. Like it's not as painterly artistic stylized as Avatar. The first one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, Krillin gets crushed. Goku <laughs> gets crushed on the inside. Yeah. And then yeah. he taps into the power of the Super Saiyan and he his eyes turn white and he becomes the legendary Super Saiyan. And then it's five minutes on the, the planet Namek and we all know how five minutes goes in the world. <laughs> <laughs> right? What? 20 episodes, I think is what it was? Yeah. Jeez. Just for uh, just on Namek? Just just the fight between Frieza and Goku. Oh, just the fight was 20, 20 was 20 episodes? episodes. Yeah. Raw. It's... Like, yeah, let's, they're let's like fact five check minutes, that. and he's like, let's yeah, fact okay. check that real quick yeah. and see just how many episodes that took because it, it. it was it a lot. It took as much as the Cell tournament arc, like where they <laughs> went to the tournament and it started oh. off with Samson in it, and then Cell shows up, and yeah. then yeah. everything's happening, and Trunk shows up. And dude, I like the Cell arc because Gohan's my favorite character in the whole series, mm. yeah, and it really. Showed him like Team Gohan. He got to shine. Yeah, because Goku. Like I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember there's like this part where Gohan faces off against Cell by himself, and like mm-hmm. Goku's oh, somehow there to help him. Okay, what happened was <laughs> Goku and Cell are fighting, and in the middle of it, Goku goes, "Nah, I don't want to fight you anymore. I'm gonna let my son fight you." And then instead of like 
the weakened state, he was like, nah, you need to be at full strength. So here's a Senzu bean as well. Yeah. So he fully powers <laughs> up and fights his teenage son. And doesn't he have a broken <laughs> arm in the middle of it all, too? Who? Gohan. Uh, Gohan gets one, but it's because he gets punched in the face too many times by himself. So he gets punched in the face too many times and it breaks his arm. Yeah. Makes anime, sense. Don't ask questions. <laughs> so, okay. 29 episodes. 29? 29. 29 Jeez. Dude, I thought 20 was or a high. I, I think it's 30, 29, 30. <laughs> Some of those are the setup, though, not the actual. No, this fight is just the fight, manner. I think. Well, like the intro of Frieza showing up and them talking at each other before Goku really powers up, I think is those some of those episodes are included in that. The, the first one is a nightmare Super Saiyan transformation. Frieza's battle battle power reaches over one million. That's the first episode. It's over one million. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if like do they even use the power meter after? No, certain? nope. Because no. <laughs> it's irrelevant before long. Uh, yeah, they said that the creator was doing power levels, and then he kind of like got into like Super Saiyan three, and he was like, "This is dumb. Like <laughs> we're at so high yeah. of a power level, like there's no reason to even have it anymore." Yeah, and numbers he, don't go that high. They kind of like bring it up again whenever uh, Beerus and him fight. I uh, didn't watch that. I haven't really seen Super too much. No. I'm, I was waiting for the dub version. I'm sorry. I like the dub. I like dub too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Sub or die. Nah. <laughs> That's why I haven't watched season two of One Punch Man either. It's what? It's out on Hulu, I think. Only it's half dubbed? of it. I think. Only half of it's out, oh. which is super disappointing. It's the yeah. second half. It's not even the first half. Yeah, sure. Because we all go to Hulu and yeah, perfectly exactly legal places to watch our animation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched it somewhere. So I got a question. <laughs> One of my favorite shows growing up on Cartoon Network was Samurai Jack. Absolutely. Would you consider that similar <laughs> to, to anime style? Yes. The yeah, style is yes. similar. Yeah. yeah. It's a similar style. Um the action is a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> um there's not as much choreography because the fights are over a little bit faster, but I believe it's it's not as much dialogue it, either. Actually there's not any in some episodes. It's just him walking Which, around. Probably, and yeah. I think that's actually a great point for what he said whenever you tell a story actually through the the fight scenes through mm-hmm. the like yeah. him trudging through this wasteland yeah. like and it never tells you why it never tells you what happened but you're you just of, along for the ride yeah it's like you just you're like a fly on the wall yeah. you guys remember a show called code lyoko oh my god i remember that uh, show yeah i think so i don't know if i watched much of it yeah it was like these four kids find this abandoned factory and then they had the weirdest looking heads i've ever yeah, seen they were huge old heads. weirder than hey arnold <laughs> they, they look like hey arnold i'm yeah. not okay. kidding some so well, also like stewie from family Guy. Mm-hmm. yeah they had these Very massive <laughs> it was all cg and their heads were just too big for the bodies they were yeah. on man they're mm. they're super big well that's kind of accurate to the way the kids are hey Hey, you want to talk about seen a baby. Code Lyoko, right? What about Reboot? Did anybody ever watch that? I watched Reboot. I've never yeah. seen that. Mm-hmm. That was back when like VR was still just like a dream and a yeah. twinkle in everybody's eye. You know? Yeah. Like, they would go into this. They, they lived in the game world and they would have to defeat certain games. They would show up in these virtual cities and they have game cubes out there and you'd have to go up <laughs> there and do the game. Hmm. It was fun. That sounds good. Buy Kids 3D. Oh gosh! So they entered the video game world, man. My little brother liked that when he was young, so I used to watch it with him. Dude, we all made bad decisions. 
man that was there's some movies where you you remember loving them as a kid and then you go back and you watch them as an adult and you're just like that's garbage yeah <laughs> that's why i don't watch very much that i watched when i was a kid i'm like i'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna leave it with nostalgic glasses on mm, yeah, i don't exactly. i don't really rewatch movies and there's only one time i've ever had that experience that i can like that comes to mind when i think about it it was there was a movie called timeline with gerard butler when he was just becoming famous and yeah. paul walker in it <laughs> all right and uh yeah <laughs> one mile at a time and when I first watched that movie, I thought it was like one of the best movies I'd ever seen. It had yeah. sci-fi, it had action, it had historical fiction, like it, it was everything, you know? Yeah. And I, I built this movie up in my head without even realizing it. And then I was like, I told someone, I was like, you've got to watch this movie. We're going to watch it together. You're going to love it. And then in the very first part of the movie, they said, this is garbage. <laughs> and it's something in my brain sure it was me. clicked. <laughs> something in my brain clicked. And then the next scene... There was they were chasing a guy and it was like when they found him, he was in a wooden hut and instead of, you know, soldiers bursting through the door, they just back a horse through the back of the hut. Like the whole thing comes down because <laughs> they backed a horse into it. And then the rest of the movie, that's the only kind of stuff I was seeing. I was like, Why would you back a horse into a house? Like why would you just walk in? Why not? Why not though? Exactly. Yeah. It made a lot of choices like that. And I was like, I I think some of the movies that you loved when you were little, you can rewatch it and it's not good the way you remember, but you start noticing the things that make it funny in other ways. Dude. So this is something that it's not exactly on topic with the animated thing, but in relation to that, that's like watching star Wars growing up. And then one of my coworkers has never seen star Wars and he went to watch it and was like, dude, this movies are garbage. And I was like, how do how do you get into that? And it was like, I don't know. I just grew up with it. But having that childlike perspective, watching those movies, you get really into it because it's so much of like a fantasy world. Are you talking about the like the the prequel or the any of them? I said, well, because he said uh, he was like, man, these movies are garbage. And I was like, well, did you watch episode one? Because that movie kind of is garbage. But (laughs) you got to watch a new hope. And he's like, I couldn't do it. Episode two is the worst Star Wars movie. Okay. Aside from the new trilogy, I don't yeah. know because the action scenes with the cl- the Clone Wars See, and all that stuff was thing, nice. Mm-hmm. The only thing that saves Episode Two are the action scenes right as the Jedi land. The whole Kamino thing was great with Jango Fett and Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. But the Yoda fight, garbage. <laughs> that was dumb. Anakin, Dude, it was hilarious Anakin, though, the first time. I was Anakin like, Padme whole romantic arc. Garbage. I don't like that. Part, <laughs> it's partly <laughs> to do. He's holding me back. That's partly to do with the acting abilities of Hayden Christensen and also the dialogue. I disagree because any movie at the time he was he got better. I, I disagree because any movie <laughs> that makes Natalie Portman look like a bad actor, it's not on the actors. <laughs> it is not Hayden Christensen's I, fault. It is a hundred percent George Lucas's fault. Because if you make Natalie Portman look like a... That was the first time I'd ever seen her act anything was episode one and two. And I thought she was the worst actress alive. And then I watched The Professional. And then I watched some of the yeah, other Leon movies the that she did. The Professional was awesome. Dude, The Professional, one of the best movies I've ever watched in my life. And I <laughs> don't ever want to rewatch it because I don't want to experience... Yeah. So Gary Oldman's role down. in that movie, he was phenomenal. Dude, when he dies, when he kills him at the end, yeah. it's, it's so Spoiler great. Spoiler alert, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's the he I'm talking about, right? 
I mean, it doesn't yeah, well, matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's somebody that dies at the end. Yeah. yeah. They, they all, all die, die at the no. end. Exactly. <laughs> all right, getting back on track. Dude, okay, here's the spoiler. It's a really old movie. Sorry, the, the limit. Uh, it's like seven years. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, the limit of whatever they, how do you say that legal term? I can't even think of it right now. Statute of limitations. Statute of limitations is lifted on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> when he puts her down, the, the air duct at the end of the movie to like get away, and they yeah. don't say I love you or anything like that, but like yeah. that whole scene. I cried like a baby, man. <laughs> I did. I wept when he like he had to let her go. Like you could see he'd finally <laughs> held on to something for once in his life and he had to let her go to save her and that whole scene was just heart-wrenching. All right, so, what movies have made you cry? None. I cry I cry a lot at uh The Green Mile. I didn't watch <laughs> the whole Green Mile, but I cry a lot at like a uh, family family our relational stuff. Like, I think the only movie that ever made me cry, and I have no idea why, it just it ended, and I just started crying. Was a uh, my dog Skip, <laughs> <laughs> when he had to put the dog down at the end. Yeah. I think it was Frankie Muniz. Yeah, yeah, if it was if it was a dog movie, I probably cried. So Old Yeller was not a good experience. Yeah, for I you. don't think I don't think I ever watched Old Yeller. You know, don't watch it if you. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> most that's like the a dog's purpose. The new one that came out. And it's like the dog dies like three or four times and is like mm-hmm. reincarnated. It's like, dude, no, you killed a dog three times. Oh, like, man. I'm just going to cry this entire movie. I want to see if you guys agree with me. But even including Old Yeller, Where the Red Fern Glows, all of those. That was a sad movie. Too. That was. Is not the worst scene that you've seen where a dog dies, I Am Legend. Right? Oh, God, oh for man. sure. Yeah. Where he has to put that his own was dog. The one, that was the neck. one that was really bad yeah. for me. Where yeah. he's holding on to the dog to the last possible second that he can and hold then, on to that Yeah, thing. and then he has to, like, end it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, God. That was a really awful scene. I think scene I might have cried in that one. That one <laughs> might have been the one that, yeah. that, that did. One tear. Mm-hmm. Dude, shout out Will Smith acting oh, yeah, very sure. well oh, yeah. in that. And oh, yeah. that dog. The dog and the dog. The dog, dog acted like a dog. It was you could definitely. <laughs> that was the best dog actor <laughs> I've ever seen. A good boy. <laughs> All right, back to animation. Do you yeah. Have, right. How about this? How about this? Which live action remake was better than the animation mm. original? That's a good question. Zero. None of them. I, I don't think you there's been enough? one that's. There has to be. Okay, one. Okay, so we have to exclude the Disney live action because they are all. I think Jungle Book is a little different, but most of them are just cash grabs. Mm. Jungle Book tried a little bit of its own. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a horrible experience. In I was that there movie, with you. So. That was a, that was more to do with the audience yeah. than the movie, though. Is this a story that can be told on no. air? No, okay. Well. It is. It is a. It is a. That should save for another episode where maybe we talk about while we're single and you guys. Have <laughs> Okay, we'll Spoiler leave that there. Right. We'll leave yeah. that there. Yeah, I can't really think of anyone um, either. Yeah, Jungle Book wasn't terrible though. I mean, like it, you, you could. I mean, like, you could see like they put in work. They yeah. weren't just like you could. You could feel that even driving. though it was nostalgic, yeah. it's like the actors in it. You, you, there was an understanding. Like the actors in it were in it because they loved that movie when they were growing up, or not growing up, but when it was released. And I thought it was cool that they did it like all pretty much with green screen, except for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the young yeah. boy. I mean, the child yeah. actor was not a good actor, which no. was a big part of the yeah. problem with the movie. But the movie overall, you could tell there was some kind of passion in it. I think yeah. the Lord Unlike, of the Rings live action was better than the Lord of the Rings animated. I wouldn't call book, that a remake, though. Book. Yeah, <laughs> it was so, better than the book. I, like. oh. <laughs> I think I think the animated, especially nowadays, it's really hard to watch. But I think that movie gets slept on because it is actually pretty decently animated movie. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's hard. 
you got to think that they were the first to adapt that material <laughs> to the screen. And it's very hard to do that, especially if you've read the books, how wordy they are. Yeah. I think they did a great job with what they tried to do. Man, there's this one chapter in the book where Gimli is explaining the halls of uh, Moria. Oh, and, and he, all of his ancestry. God, dude. He just goes in depth. <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien goes hard in on depth. And like, Come on, Imagine man. animating that, like having to draw that. I out. felt That's like crazy. I was reading the Book of Numbers when I read that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like it was like, and he begat, and he begat, and the grandson of that yeah. guy. He's, he's describing the stone on the walls and how it was hewn and everything. It was like, yeah. ooh, you kind of yeah. had to just sludge through it. Yeah, I don't you think, think I ever watched the animated version of. The Lord of the Rings. It's uh, it's like I said, it's I harder it. to watch now, but it was still pretty decent for what they tried to do. They didn't have enough budget to finish it. I don't think. Yeah, live um, action was better. Full disclosure, was amazing. Didn't know there was an animated version of The Lord of the Rings. It was so uh, there you go. Either, so. It was Sorry. a British. It was a British movie. Huh. Oh, there way back in the day. That's why I know like Americans wide, knew about it. Yeah, it wasn't a. I don't know if it was a wide release in America or not, but it was a, a British movie that was made. Um, <laughs> This is the first time the Tolkien estate had really let anyone adapt their work. So yeah. it was a big it was a big thing when it came out. You know there was supposed to be a Lord of the Ring movie starring the Beatles, right? What? What? Not even not kidding. Not weird. even kidding. You, the Beatles were supposed to star in it. So so it's like um, kiss save Santa for <laughs> Oh, there's four hobbits, there's four Beatles. There you go. I think the Beatles were actually supposed to play the uh, vultures on uh Jungle Book, but they Dude, passed they, it up for some reason. They based what? the characters for the vultures off of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. I thought that would have been cool. Yeah. I'm just a Beatles All fan. All these little tidbits, you know? They did Song of the South. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a totally original work. You could tell. <laughs> so can you say that under the mic? Uh, I said at least they didn't play the crows on Song of the South. <laughs> I don't know. If you played the crows in Dumbo, you weren't far off. Yeah, oh, man. True. That's yeah. true. That was rather racist. Hey, when I see an elephant fly is a great song. <laughs> seen a yeah. peanut stand. Yeah. Seen Dude, a rubber what about band. the what about the psychedelic scene where he's Oh yeah, where drunk. he drank the water? Where he drank all of that. No, that was It was some kind of like It was just like some kind of chemical. <laughs> yeah. Something. They they want to talk that about Disney drug induced trips. Try watching Fantasia the first oh, yeah. one. Oh, or yeah, Fantasia two thousand yeah. even. Those are some good clips or good. Uh, My God, even call them. I felt like I was on drugs Short and I didn't even know scenes, what they were when scenes. I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Speaking of Disney's long and storied history of animation, going back to the live action versus the animated, I feel like Disney's live actions are very soulless. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the Lion King. Very soulless remake. Oh, the live action remake was I thought was terrible. I didn't even watch yeah. it. Well, I you couldn't. do you like, like? Okay, I I get I get the marketing angle on a lot of the decisions they made, and even some of the actors they pick were good actors individually. But even James Earl Jones had a worse performance <laughs> in the new live action than mm. he did in the original. Dude, and then the casting for Scar. I thought was a bad choice. Okay, so um, I like, I'm going to say his name because it always reminds me of Chaiwala, which is like an Indian thing. But it's like, it's like, it starts with C-H-I and it's kind of like a W in there. I freaking love that guy. He's a great actor. Yes, I just think that when you have Jeremy Irons do the voice of Scar in For the real. original, For you real. have a expectation set on that character. And when you don't have a, something similar like that, I think part I of think it, it is just... directing for him, though. This comes back. I think directing has a yeah. lot to do with how we see actors. I think there are great actors that get bad roles because of the way the directors write them and direct yeah. them. 
Who were we talking about? That oh, scene. this is the old one. Never mind. Sorry. The scene, uh, I think Scar's song in Lion King was one of my favorites. Be prepared. Be prepared. Oh, yeah. my God. How they took out that. I think he did a cool job on that little line that he did. Kind yeah, of trying like, to fit it in there. Yeah, it was cool, but I, I just missed the whole song. I think that was in there solely because people were so angry that they took it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. But uh, can you feel the love tonight? There was a part where. Beyonce is Beyonce? not a good voice actress. Please don't do that again. I'm, she did, she did <laughs> fine. Her voice was cool. I just think they put her together with donald glover and his his performance was cool it's just like beyonce was doing all these runs and everything above him and like it was just like it was mixed matched i don't know you mean she was trying to steal the spotlight yeah Yeah. beyonce (laughs) beyonce just like in destiny's child is a solo performer she steals as much of the spotlight as much of the spotlight as she possibly can it's just in her nature and it's what's made her so successful but to put her in an ensemble production it just doesn't work even her duets that she does with people, she grabs the lead. Yeah. I've never seen her sing harmony for somebody. <laughs> so it's uh, Chiwetel. Chiwetela G4? Chiwetela? Is that how you say it? I don't know. What? I think it's Chiwetela. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. to if Chiwetel. He'll never hear I'm this. Sorry, but if, sir. He is a fantastic reason, actor. I'm sorry. Yeah. We butchered your name. Sorry. Yeah. Dude, in, <laughs> if anybody watched Serenity. Good actor, though. He's very good. He's a major portion of why Serenity works. Yeah. Like Was it uh, 12 Years a Slave? I didn't watch As that well. one, but Dude, yeah, he was in that Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal performance. So, talking about stuff that got canceled too early, Firefly. Mm. Mm. Man. Back I haven't in the, seen it, I heard it's really good. Back when yeah, Josh when Whedon was, was on top of form, man. Josh, there's one thing. Of all his controversies of what he did to the DC universe, of the sexual allegations against him, all that kind of stuff, and him being just a plain jerk on set, reports of that, I don't care as much because I feel when his name's attached to a product, I'm not going to not watch it because he's a great ensemble caster. Like he knows <laughs> how to get chemistry on set. He knows who to put together. Yeah. Like he's, I don't, and he has decent world ideas as well. He's a decent world builder and he gets a good ensemble cast. So the nevers on HBO don't agree with some of the directions he takes on there, especially since he's in his new era of how he's telling stories. Mm-hmm. But Still a great show because there's chemistry all over the place. Everybody's got chemistry with each other. The bad guys are really bad. You know, I just freaking love it. Yeah. Aladdin. Aladdin. Terrible. The remake. The remake or the original. Not as good. Now, to be fair. The original was great, but I mean, you can't replace Robin Williams. That's exactly what I was about to say. I was going to say, I think Will Smith did a pretty good job. He did. I mean, it was just. But again, that was another thing. It paled. The expectation was Robin Williams type performance. You know, I don't think and Will Smith was the reason the oh, new Aladdin no. wasn't as good. Though. No, I think the reason was everything around Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Will Smith actually did a pretty decent uh, job. Every of time my daughter scenes. sees Genie come on screen in the new one, she says, "Oh, Genie's so funny." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just as a side note, I always loved that when people pointed out like. The Jasmine gets to sing this whole song yeah, about, about liberation and freedom and making her own choices five seconds before being kidnapped as a damsel in distress. <laughs> like, how are you going to empower mean, a woman and then immediately take that away? And that was the biggest thing from the first, like the original is like she was one of the strongest female like prota- or protagonists. Yeah, yeah, she was one of the like most, she was one of the, the biggest uh, ones that you were like. She's not a damsel in distress. Yeah, she was she one of the most empowered own. Disney princesses. 
Uh, period, I think. Yeah, the whole time Aladdin was trying to I mean, like Mulan, Aladdin probably. was trying to woo her. Yeah. She had the power. But of the she situation. wasn't a princess. I don't think technically. Who Mulan? Mulan. No, she's not, she's technically, not a princess. technically. But she gets married for a little like a second in the second one. I think doesn't that technically? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say she becomes a princess, but he's just a he's a warlord. Yeah. Like he's a, just a general. I was gonna he's say a warlord, but it's not warlord. It's a warlord. <laughs> you know, it's all a matter of perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Mulan remake was garbage. <laughs> but we I have to remember not. now with the with the remake, he's bi. He's not just heterosexual because he fell in love with a man who turned out to be a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the point of the first one too, though. So I, yeah, I, I don't think it was the point. The I just think it was like a byproduct of the story. It's like, dude, that has guy has to be a little gay to feel that oh, that gosh. close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That Just close a to a man, you yeah. know, like We're getting into some deep issues here. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, we're not going to wade any deeper. I'm just Good. saying, we're just <laughs> the guy had romantic feelings for another guy. He had to be at least bi in the original movie. Like it just, oh yeah, you Probably. didn't have to explicitly I say mean, it. It was just like a byproduct of what was happening. Did, was okay, also, so did he have feelings before he found out, or was it? I after? think they kind of. Or was it ambiguous before? It's I ambiguous. have to rewatch yeah. it. I it's ambiguous know. when he really catches feelings for Milan because what happens is, is he finds out she's a woman. You can tell he still respects her for what she's done and everything she's given and the close relationship we have. And then the only time that you get really a romantic subplot is when he shows up at her house at the end with her father there. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're going to do it. That's when. That's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This is going down. But. But he doesn't treat her any different when he already knows that she's a woman and they're at the palace trying to stop the assassination of the emperor. So the subtext would be that he feels the same way about her before he knew she was a woman as he felt after, which would imply that there was well, romantic feelings. Well, a bromance turned romance. I don't know. Yeah, it might have been hmm. might have been a level of respect, though. Yeah, it's well, that's it what I'm saying. It might not have been romantic. Yeah. That's why I was saying it was a byproduct because of most of it is just he respects her, period. Man or woman, he respects her. That's what the movie wants to tell you. Yeah. And it's a byproduct that you don't know when the romantic feelings were there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't think, I think mm. it needs to be that way. I don't think you need to explicitly state these things. A natural, like the way that would happen naturally, if that happened in real life, would be exactly the way the first movie did it. It would be the respect is the overarching feeling between the two. It's an intimate relationship based on respect. Yeah. Honor, respect. All yeah. integral to the culture. So we're talking yeah. about like remakes. So like I, Mortal Kombat was the one that kind of came to my head. And it's like, I, I liked the new one. I thought the acting was about on par with the old one. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's what I think. Here's what I think. The new one, what people wanted them to do and what would have been a better movie would have they just focused on the Scorpion Sub-Zero thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But they also have an issue of, even though we all know the name Mortal Kombat, they have an issue of introducing, mm-hmm. just like with the World of Warcraft movie, it's like, what do you tell people Don't so that they are invested in this world and know what's happening in this world? And that's the problem with the middle of the movie. They try to put an everyman in there, which is the audience insert, happens in a lot of movies, where yeah, everybody Cole. explains stuff to that guy so that the audience knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the middle of the movie is so boring because that's all that's happening. They're trying to explain what's going on. I, I didn't like what they did with uh, Liu Kang. I, he was kind of just like a minor character now. Is, and it's like... There it, is a problem. Was, but He I, was the champion. Like, he was always 
the I think that'll happen. I'm hoping that'll happen next movie because the actual tournament will start and Johnny Cage will be there. Yeah. So I feel like we're gonna get back to Luke Kane. The problem is Cole. Really, yeah, Cole that, is the I, problem. They I shouldn't have so done too. Cole. It's, it's like not he's, the actor's fault. A, it's the writing fault. He's yeah. a he's a paper bag. He's like wet, they should wet have rag. really. They should have. <laughs> <wet rag. laughs> and I don't. I don't blame the writers. Sorry, man. I don't blame the writers because it's hard to introduce uh, an entire franchise, especially one as convoluted as Mortal Kombat, to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And they felt Cole was going to be the best way to do it. I think, in hindsight, they should have figured another way out to introduce this world to people because they did a great they started great with scorpion and sub-zero and, and then cabal i thought they did a really good job with cabal like as he a got, video he got game some flack but like, i really do like that they brought in a lot of characters and treated them like they would in the world they're just like these guys are here doing their own thing they can fight we don't have to tell you their whole backstory and the only thing with cabal was like yeah he knows kano yeah sorry guys oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> did anyone watch the dumbo remake no, no. Danny did, DeVito does not excite me like he does other people. <laughs> okay. Did, did anyone watch the original Dumbo? <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. We referenced the seen it psychotic so scene. I don't know oh, if that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was yeah. that on. Look, what? what kind was of remakes? Record. To be yeah. honestly, what kind of remakes do you guys know outside of Disney? Give me like another <laughs> remake that could have been updated to live action. Mm. It could have been updated. Like that, an, well, that has been. That has been. Okay. Yeah. Well, Avatar. We talked oh about that. God, Avatar, The Last that Airbender. That, that was not an update uh, in no, no way, that shape, or form. <laughs> no. That, no. That movie I'm not saying not it was exist. good. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know exactly, because I've never heard of a movie named Avatar. It doesn't exist, right? Yeah, no. I don't. Well, Avatar, The Last Airbender? I, it's not a movie. It's just no. a... I don't think they made a movie. There is no. another one called Avatar that's a completely yeah. oh, different movie. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron keeps telling us there's going to be a second one. Yeah. What a jokester. Come on, James. That's kind of like the next real, the sequel James. to Top Gun. I think I think this is, comes into the kind it of did. we can pull in the Mortal yeah, Kombat but, thing though. Yeah, yeah, but it it's, it, it doesn't out, exist. Yeah. Freaky Friday. I like the remake better than the original. But did all you those watch old the original? Movie, yeah, but all those movies from like the seventies, whatever eighties, they're kind of slow and it's like a different. It's a different era. I'm gonna tell I guess. you, it's harder like, to get into them. I'm so gonna tell you Parent right Trap. Now. Parent Trap. Freaky Friday. The reason those remakes work was Lindsay Lohan. Probably. I mean, I know she. Lost it in the middle of her life. Not totally her own fault. Just a bunch of things happened. Well, child she, actors and you know, in general, yeah, tend I mean, to it's have a problems. general trend. But when she was on top of her game, oh, the fact like that she mean played girls, a twin, and I didn't know she wasn't a t- actual twin until like a couple years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa. she yeah. was a good. She was as good as a child and got better as an adult. Like mm-hmm. I'm, just, yeah. You know what movie I think did it and why she went crazy? Herbie. Herbie? When she did the Herbie movie. She was already on the slide during Herbie, man. I don't know, man. She so was sliding like the already. straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah. That was a, Dude, I just, mm. it makes me a little, it's like one of those things where you talk about it and you know, like you can't change anything. It just makes you a little sad for like, what would their, like when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, mm. I got sad because he was having a renaissance in his career. He was showing up in a lot of movies yeah. and he was about, I was feeling like here comes the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. Like the one that were, it's going to be, not going to be Capote that he'd done. Like way back in Cold Blood, that whole thing, he yeah. was going to do another movie and it was going to blow all of our minds. And I was like, he's right on the verge of it. And then he uh, unfortunately passed away because he committed suicide. But 
I feel like Lindsay Lohan, I get a little bit of that same feeling. She didn't pass away, but her career did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not pulling a Robert Downey Jr. here. She's not getting sober <laughs> well, and making a better life. You don't life. know that. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm really looking forward to the Hercules like remake because I really want to see Danny DeVito as a goat man. <laughs> <laughs> He has to play the goat. Okay, so what do you think about the Hercules remake with Dwayne Johnson as Hercules? I, I think Dwayne Johnson has charisma, but I do not like his I don't current know. acting style. Did he play style. as Conan? No, that was uh, Jason no. Momoa played Cohen. Conan, uh, Conan. Cohen. Cohen? Cohen? Yeah. <laughs> Who Cohen is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Rock doesn't seem very Greek. Doesn't look very Greek. Well, yeah, was. but... Okay, so here's... going to need that curly orange hair. Here's the yeah. thing. I like <laughs> He's got a wig. Rock, the Rock's original movies that had an element of camp to them. Like yeah. Walk Tall or Walk, walk walking, Hard. Walking, walking Tall. Walking Tall. Dewey Cox, the walk. Uh, <laughs> the Dewey Cox story <laughs> is Walk Hard. Walk, walk Hard, sorry. Walk Hard. So Walk Tall is walking the one with tall, The Rock. Yeah. And Wasn't that also the, one where the Rundown. Like the, crap out of the Rundown was good. Yeah. Both of those are good because they had an element of camp to them that really fairy. played to his style. But he got to play The Rock plays the best when he gets to play the straight man and the camp supplements what he doesn't really have in subtlety. Yeah. But the new style with him trying to go straight, lean straight into comedy or machoism without any seriousness does not excite me. Mm -hmm. So hearing him as Hercules does not excite me. Um, Him as black Adam. I'm really conflicted as a visual casting choice. Good. Amazing. As an actor, I'm not feeling confident. We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't feel like, mm, yeah, Black I mean, Adam kind of had a. I'm not super confident Black about Black Adam anything is a very sophisticated character. <laughs> he he's based on he was he used to rule civilizations. You know. Yeah. Like I can't see the Rock coming out and start talking about like the intricacies of ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. So that brings up a question: Dwayne Johnson for president. Like, <laughs> if they did Baron Savage, who would you think could pull it off? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I think Henry Cavill could do it. Zachary Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we rely on him too much because he's got that element of sophistication and brute force. But I think Henry Cavill could do it. Morgan hmm. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman yeah. is Vandal Savage. <laughs> Maybe so. Okay, say Ben Affleck is still Batman. Who is Vandal Savage? Hmm. Who plays next to Ben Affleck? Who, who cares? I like Ben Affleck. <laughs> I like Ben Affleck too, but I hated those movies. Like the Justice League movie? Did you I watch the four-hour version yet? I have not watched the Zack Snyder, <laughs> Zack Snyder cut. Look, I'm not I saying it would have been an amazing movie, but I feel like Warner Brothers has a, a very long history of interfering with projects, and it could have been a much better movie Agreed. in the cinematic universe. Agreed. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I said I'm not too confident about anything DC does. Yeah. Other than make an awesome Batman movie on its own. Which one? With the Christian Bale. Okay. Batman. Dude, what I do would do like. I thought you meant the new one that's coming out. I'm like. With Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Twilight Boy? I think it might be good. (laughs) I'll I'll give him a chance. It looks different. Yeah. And I I think that's a good thing to do. Like try and. I'm really hoping that the success of Joker is going to let. Warner Brothers allow a lot more character-focused, small-scale movies come out. Yes, Same. I agree. And I'm hoping the new Batman with Robert Pattinson, because he has been it's, blowing up 
in he's a good actor in a lot of movies lately that are character focused mm-hmm. and so i'm hoping the new batman movie they're gonna focus character focus I, on that i think it's like two years after he becomes batman so it's like when he's young and it i mean i don't want to see another dark knight we already yeah have and it's like knight. i want to yeah. see an inexperienced you're like, saying you were sad oh good oh you're fine Sad about Lindsay Lohan? Yes. No, you saying you were sad <laughs> when Philip Seymour Hoffman died? I was sad when Heath Ledger died because oh, I yeah. love uh, A Knight's Tale. That was a good movie. Dude, and so then good. Ten Things I Hate About You. You yeah. can watch almost too. anything Heath Ledger does. Not a huge fan of Brokeback Mountain. But <laughs> that just, was a good movie too. It was a good movie. I can't put it down. It was a good movie. Mm, just not I a huge fan it. of it. Have you seen the? Uh, oh gosh, the Doctor Parnassus. Something like that. His last movie. Yeah, he yeah. only had that wasn't a great movie, but that was because he was only halfway through filming it, and they had to right. figure out how to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but the pa- Patriot with the him. The Patriot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, a good freaking. One. I mean, killed it. That was a really good cast too. And died. He killed it and died in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> a Night's Tale. That was a good movie. A Night's Tale is good. Dude, it holds up. Dude, Paul Bettany. Heath Ledger, (laughs) Alan Tudyk. They had an amazing cast for Night's Tale. They did. I honestly don't remember who played the chick, though. I'm sorry to whoever Uh, you are. mm. Well, So Beauty and the Beast is another one that they remade. and I mean, it was crap, but I do like (laughs) Emma Watson. But that's that's my thing about the Disney remakes. How do you take... Luke Evans. She's really pretty, so, you know. (laughs) Luke Evans is Gaston. How how do you yeah, take yeah. how yeah. do you take amazing actors like Luke Evans, Emma Watson, and uh, Dan? I can't remember his last Dan name right Stevens. now. Dan Stevens, amazing, absolutely. They could tear the house on if they wanted to. How do you yeah. make a movie that's just okay just, with them? Yeah, it's like. Eh. <laughs> what about uh, Maleficent? Did Maleficent. any of y'all watch any of those? I watched the first one. I'll be honest, not really my cup of tea. But I wish Disney did more stuff like that where yeah. people got to do what they wanted. Yeah. See, and I think she's a good choice for like. Yeah. Is it? Who plays her? It's Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. The what? Eternals coming out. How does everybody feel about that? Speaking of Angelina Jolie. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No opinion. <laughs> we'll see. No opinion yet. We'll see. Yeah. I, I like the major question everybody has under the trailers is, what were they doing during Thanos? How are they protecting yeah. us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where were those people? Or whatever they're called. Eternals. <laughs> All right. Best Spider-Man remake. Because they're all kind of remakes. So. Ooh, as a series, as a whole, or individual movie? As a series. Uh, Tobey Maguire versus Andrew Garfield versus Tom Holland. Okay, Tom let Holland. me let me rank a couple of things here. Best Spider-Man. Miles Tob- Morales. Andrew Garfield. We're talking <laughs> really like that. Andrew. Andrew <laughs> okay. Best Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Best movie is going to be a tie between the second of the original Sam Raimi trilogy or... I really did like, um, not Homecoming, but the one right before that. I can't remember the name right now. Uh, uh, Far From Home? No, that's no, the new one. New one. Uh, Spider-Man. I thought... Not the one that he comes back after the snap. Just the first one he shows up with Vulture. Yeah, that's Homecoming. That's Homecoming. Yeah, that is homecoming? homecoming? That is Homecoming. Okay. So he first showed up in Avengers uh, Civil... Civil No, it was Captain Civil America War. Civil War. Captain, Captain America. America. But yeah, I, might think, as well. I think... Might as well have been Avengers. I think Homecoming <laughs> and the second, Spider-Man 2 of the Sam Raimi trilogy are the best are equally the best spider-man, Spider-Man movies. 2 was my because favorite of the original trilogy they, they focus on they give focus to the villain they make the villain somebody you can sympathize with mm-hmm. yeah for good reasons mm-hmm. we don't talk about the third one i was gonna say that <laughs> that was just such bad casting 
I don't they know had if it's too bad many casting. villains. Too many villains was the problem, including Spider-Man. No, at one point, Venom is like one of my favorite anti-heroes, and they ruined it. With, oh, they got uh, a second Venom coming out. By Eric the way, Foreman. they do. It's gonna be good. Eric Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to watch the original Venom. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. You know uh, what's gonna be most disappointing about the new Venom is this carnage is, no. the, is the enemy, and there's not gonna be much carnage, carnage at all. Yeah. 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 I think Woody Harrelson's a good choice. Yeah, I think, if you want a rated R superhero movie, you want a rated R superhero movie, especially with Woody Harrelson from Natural <laughs> Born Killers. Yeah. yeah, that's the movie to do it. But the problem is, is we all know PG it's 13. not going to happen. Yeah, I'm almost positive it's PG-13. Hmm, that's sad. Crap. <laughs> so, well, we got way off topic. Well, it's yeah. Fine. It Favorite happened. animation. <laughs> That's where we started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite animation style. So there was something you, we said earlier about um, watching something as an adult as opposed to watching it as a kid. And I will say one of my favorite animated movies was Rockadoodle. Oh, my God. Oh, Dude. Yeah. And I was honestly, as an adult, I watched it uh, last year. And I was... I was kind of nervous about watching it as an adult because I was worried that it wouldn't be as good as I remember it being as a kid. But, but <laughs> at least in my opinion, it holds up. So, what about know. all dogs go to heaven? I like yeah. the second Similar one better. Vein is Rock-a-doodle. You like the second one? Really? I thought it was decent. I like the Christmas one. Yeah. I watched the Christmas one I a lot. I've seen that one. Interesting I coming know, right? from you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the man who does not yeah, uh, right. support Christmas <laughs> very heavily. Uh, <laughs> interesting. You got to admit, some of the best specials out there are Christmas specials. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't you know. do a lot with it. And it's, it's decent. Not the Star Wars one, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of any Christmas specials at the top of my head. Look, I used to watch Doctor Who after uh, Chris Eccleston revived it, I think that's his name, Chris Eccleston, the long, lanky dude. First, after they revived it with him, I watched mm-hmm. it like religiously until um, right before Jody took over as the female doctor. Uh, and they always have a Christmas special for every season. And they're usually great. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you ask? Chris Eccleston. Which, so go through the doctors. The people who have played He was the, the guy right before David Tennant. Mm. That's why a lot of people don't remember him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's <laughs> probably why. David Tennant was on for so long. I think Matt Smith really picked up the mantle, though. He did good, yeah. I really enjoyed Matt Smith as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Chris Eccleston. Nice. All right, favorite uh, film Cameron. adaptation of a book? Lord mm. of the Rings. There's no competition. Okay, come on. Something Lord else. Of the Actually, Rings. Going, going back to animated, I think Alice in Wonderland is the best one. Live action? Ooh. Live action. Their live action remake? I thought it was actually... I thought it was good. I mean, they hit the yeah. they hit the target audience. At I least. forgot See, about is, that one. This is where I have a hard disagree with you. I feel like Alice in Wonderland works best in 2D hand animation. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's We're just it's saying as better, a remake. But I, I, want you, I want you to watch... Johnny Depp do the Jabberwocky dance and tell me that you think that is better it was. than the original <laughs> Alice in Wonderland Absolutely. animation. It's Johnny Depp, man. No, can't I, compete with Johnny I mean, Depp. what I'm saying is like as a as a remake, I think it was one of the best that they did. Like just in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really prepared with research, but I do know there are films that I've seen that are remakes and I've seen the original 
And there are films that have managed to be a good remake. Yeah. As a TV series, just as a general, because it's on top of everybody's head all the time, The Office was a better remake of the British Ooh, TV show. Agreed. There are remakes that manage to do something on I its like own. Jim, though. Yeah. So I'm not saying that they aren't, but when it comes to Disney, I have yet to see a remake where I was like, this needed to be made. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying it needed to be made. I'm just saying it's a as cash a grab. as a standalone movie, it wasn't like, terrible. You watch the Lord of yeah. the Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings good. trilogy, and you think this needed to be made. You watch it, and you think that this mm. needed to be seen by me. I wanted to see this. I had to see this. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think about? Well, sorry, this is going back to Johnny Depp. What do you think about the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one? Oh, God. With Not him? as good as Gene No. Wilder. As an individual performance of the character Willy Wonka or as an overall movie? Overall movie. Okay. So I think both. The, I think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory only really works when you don't know what's going on. Like, you have to go in not knowing what's happening and then discover this world. Once you already know it and you try to remake that, it doesn't work. So yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was more about Charlie? And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was more about Willy Wonka. Whoa. I just think that's a like oh, a yeah. weird like I never realized that. Yeah. I rewatched the original uh with Gene Wilder. You did nothing. Dude, Good day, sir. How was that made for children? Oh god. It wasn't. And they kept rowing. rowing. Dude, yeah, they, the literally, the they literally they literally murder people. <laughs> they knowingly murder oh, people. Yeah. And then the boat scene. No child should watch no. that. That <laughs> thing is so weird. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> Willy, Wonka, <laughs> Willy Wonka almost just let Charlie and his grandfather get cut up by blades, not even caring. <laughs> Is that a trying to give him a life lesson of you get what you ask for? Or I don't think you that's don't what obey happens. the rules. And I you think get the, I think a lot punished. of I think a lot of the movie was like this is what happens when you don't obey. Yeah, oh. which is I really want to watch. They Society. live. I've never watched it, but I really want to watch it. What is, it? what is that about? Okay, so have you ever heard I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum? Yeah. Yes. Became famous from that movie. Okay. Mm. So the movie is about a guy who finds a pair of glasses that when you put it on, the the fake, like, there's a fake world in front of all of us and when you put it on, the real world appears and there's these aliens that have been transmitting the signal to make it off, that have infiltrated human society. Mm -hmm. So when you put the glasses on, you can see the aliens, who the aliens are, and every... All the advertisement signs, they all say stuff like obey or consume or submit. They all have like their message written out. Ooh. And so the whole movie is him trying to save the world right. by blowing up the thing that transmits the signal. Mm. That's an interesting, uh, interesting thought behind the movie. Yeah, it's a That's great good. movie. It is like I've seen so many clips of it and none of them have been... I don't. Why did I watch that? All of them <laughs> been like, yes, I like that. That sounds uh, good. I'm trying to ask another question, but I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Okay. Like best, best uh, Oscar winner. Oh, I've got no, it. No, 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 no. Best <laughs> Leonardo. Uh, Real quick, who is it? No, I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Is it? Is it? It's Leo. Oh, it's gotta be. Sorry. It's Shakespeare in Love. Totally deserved to beat out all of its competition. I like true. the I, don't know I like the good. Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Oh, you mean the reimagined one from yeah. modern day where everybody's gangbangers? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. 
we watched that in high school. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Mm. Concept is that the word? Like best concept. Where Mercutio for a is movie, like a like movie drag movie. queen. Okay. No, mm. that's not the word. I don't know. Forget I even hey, said here, all this. <laughs> here's a perfect, perfect thing to bring up for adaptions that we were just talking about. All the Shakespeare adaptions, especially the ones that try to do something different from the text. Yeah. Like Romeo and Juliet with that woman that was only popular for that amount of time <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, <laughs> well, that was rude. I don't know any of the remakes. <laughs> Not that I've seen. You've yeah. seen Lion King, right? Yeah. I mean, for Shakespeare. Yeah, that's a remake of Hamlet. Yeah, it's Hamlet. And a stealing uh, from Kimba and the White Lion, oh. but that's another story. <laughs> oh. I mean, that would probably be the best if you're going to ask. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's the first one. Or, the first, yeah, like major one that we all know about is like, oh yeah, like, and you didn't even realize it was really about Hamlet until you like. Do you have a like, favorite <laughs> Shakespeare play that we might know about? No, no. no. I like Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> I like the Lion a lot King. Of witty, witty back and forth. Yeah, everybody likes Hamlet. Yeah. There's so many like, Hamlet movies. I didn't like Hamlet. I just like the Lion King. <laughs> I liked I liked Macbeth. Macbeth? Yeah. King Lear was really I thought good. You weren't supposed to say that name. It's uh, only We're not doing a production. Theater. <laughs> yeah. Break a leg, by the way. Yeah. So you can be Break. in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to I'm I'm earnestly trying to think of adaptions for books that I've read. Adaptations. You could you could put out the young adult the rash of young adult movies that we had with Twilight. Hunger Games and Twilight. And Maze Runner. Maze Runner wasn't terrible. It no. wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, I like Hunger games. games was really lauded. A lot of people liked it. I didn't like the changes they had to make to put it on the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that got lost from Hunger Games on the screen, in my opinion, was the actual brutality and the fact that these were actually children that it was yeah. all happening to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when Rue dies in the book, it's a mm-hmm. lot more visceral than when she just falls over yeah, in the movie. And- and uh, the one that I remember from the book is whenever the dogs eat the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, While they're sa- watching she, it happen. She literally leaves him there for like an hour mm-hmm. and then comes back and finishes him. Like, it, it's terrible. Like, and so they, they had to kind of cut that out of the movie because it's like, I mean, that's it was brutal. for kids. Yeah. yeah. And here's another thing they couldn't put in the movie. I understand why, but I feel it really added an element to it was like they would strip these kids down and stuff like that. Like, just dress them however they want, strip them whenever they wanted to like decontaminate or whatever else. But it would just basically humiliated them in the books. Yeah. Like they were just objects for everyone to use. Yeah. And I feel like some of that translation was lost in the movies. I don't know how they would have brought it in, but I like the books better because of that. Yeah. Holes by Louis Satchar. That is a good adaption. That's yeah. a great one to bring <laughs> up actually. Yeah. That's good. I really like that movie. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. I, I, I like Shia. <laughs> always coming through yeah he's good he was really good in um peanut butter falcon i haven't seen that i haven't seen that i haven't either no i was (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) he was good in lawless Mm -hmm. with uh, tom hardy as well tom hardy stole the show in that one yeah but i think his character was good too shia's too when he held his neck closed after it got slit yeah he he rolled underneath the car and started holding his neck closed like this He was really good. That's Tom Hardy movie. is an awesome actor. Yeah. He's he's one of those guys that's like kind of unstable. Like like as a person, he's unstable. So to watch him on screen, <laughs> you feel that come through, man. Yeah. 
Well, that kind of makes him a better actor. (laughs) Most of the really, really good actors seem to be kind of unstable in their personal lives. See, I don't, I think Lindsay Lohan actually had a lot of grasp of who she was. And as she lost that, she became worse at everything else. Herbie, man. Talking to a car. Mean Girls before her? Mean Girl was yeah. before. Yeah. Was before. yeah. And that was, that was great. a great movie. That was a really good. <laughs> great movie. Yeah. As four adult men, we can all agree. Yeah. Mean Girls was good. Yep. So what? Absolutely. <laughs> if, since we're just doing movies in general instead of animation here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get back to that. Go that topic. It happens. Just as a quick, do you think there's ever going to be a huge hit teen movie like that again? Hmm. Probably not. I feel like the last one I can think about was a comedy and it was super bad. I can't mm-hmm. imagine any other. I don't know any other high school centric comedy it's, movies. It's going to be hard to gauge that, that now really that we're past hit our the cultural years. zeitgeist. Yeah. What was the one? Uh, the Freaky Friday one that just came out with Vince Vaughn. I it didn't hit the cultural zeitgeist, but it was a. I think it was just called Freaky. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that one was pretty good. Was I thought that one was, it wasn't really a comedy, but it, it happy death day. The guy who made freaky made happy death. Day. Yeah. You got to watch that movie. It's a good. I heard it's good. Yeah. Is Those there are pretty good. Second one. Yeah. yeah there's, there's two, two of them. Two of them. The second one's actually pretty decent too. Yeah. What about the hot chick with Rob Schneider? Never, <laughs> never watched. Would you guys never, never seen that? Would never, seen never that. be made this day because that oh treads God, that all over gender identity and trans rights and all oh that other kind of stuff. Gosh. Which is why a lot of people, you won't see a lot of raunchy comedies these days. And I'm not saying that you can't make those. It's just people really aren't interested in it. Everybody's got. It's been overdone. Yeah. I feel like that's the problem with a lot of like comedies is they lean too, too far into like, oh, it's a sex joke. I agree. <laughs> like, like yeah, we get it. How Come did on, we get, stop. How did we get horrible bosses under the radar? Honestly, with the whole like, I know the whole joke was that it was sexual harassment. And nobody was treating it seriously. Yeah. But like, how did how did people how were people okay with that? Or like Tropic Thunder when <laughs> there's Robert actually a lot of people God. that are not okay with yeah. that now. Yeah, yeah they try to do the canceled RDJ thing, and everyone was like. Pfft. No, well, the the thing about that movie was there was a whole lot more backlash on the character of Simple Jack than there was on (laughs) Never Go Full Retard. And you said it. Exactly. That was the whole, that was the tagline of it, right? Yeah. Booty sweat. He's just quoting the movie, then booty sweat. Jeez, the drink. (laughs) Where has Jack Black gone? I miss Jack Black. He's actually doing YouTube right now. Yeah. 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 Doing YouTube, a little bit of Instagram and TikTok. Some good stuff. He's he's being a social media star right now. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> was just in the what was it? Um, with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, Jumanji. Oh, the yeah. remake oh, of Jumanji. Right. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. He was just in those. I actually. How about that remake? I actually I think the one. second Jumanji of the two new ones was better than the first one. I haven't seen. The That's one of the few where I think the sequel is yeah. actually better. Yeah. There's not many of those. Yeah. Where the for, sequel's better for action or for like adventure you get better sequels a lot more. But like with Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, but with comedy, if you make a second one, it's generally like way worse. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. Because you're trying to, you're trying to play, you're trying to play the same jokes, like you know, like the, the, the jokes are already played out and you're trying to play them still. But Jumanji yeah. 2 managed to do it, man. It managed to be a good movie. In my it's opinion. a mix of adventure and comedy though. True. True. That so, might be why. Yeah. So going back to animation. Yeah, I'm sorry. We kind of skipped our, two. Well, no, that's fine. 
I didn't have anything, so we're good. Uh, no, I was just curious, like, what was your favorite animated shows growing up as kids? Rocket Power. Rocket Power! <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I didn't have a TV growing up, so anything I could get my hands on is the answer. Okay, so what did you get your hands on? All the Disney stuff. Anything my grandmother, like, bought, she kept it at her house because she knew we didn't have a TV, and I'd watch it when I went to her house. So... Going to my grandmother's house on Sunday, everybody's like, oh, I remember going to my grandma's house and we'd eat her really? food and we'd visit. And I was like, there's no visiting for me. I eat the food. I watch a movie. That's what happens. <laughs> hey, Grandma, I love you. Hey, exactly. Grandma, I watch TV. Yeah. Exactly. Only reason I'm here, Grandma, is because you got a TV. Dude, I watch so much TV at her house, dude. I, you can't believe That was my <laughs> early education for TV. I would say when I went to my grandmother's house, um, I got to watch more stuff because my mom didn't want me watching like Pokemon and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I watched, well, my grandmother's house for whatever reason, you couldn't watch Pokemon. We didn't get it at her house. So I watched Digimon. So I had a completely different childhood than most of the Pokemon kids. (laughs) I thought Digimon was actually better. I loved it. The games were better for Pokemon. But yeah. Digimon had a better story. Story, yeah, it was yeah. Pokemon, but they can talk. But yeah, that was pretty much. Difference. Sort of, the yeah. Digimon already had the super they, evolutions like, that Pokemon is just now doing. Yeah. They had it when they started. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Man, I loved Pokemon. I had the cards. Watched the show. What my about co- my cousin Ash wanted to change alive. his name to Ash legally? <laughs> um, that was part <laughs> of the Harry Potter Pokemon. Is the devil? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot that. of that. Yeah. Once that there was a lot of parent censorship during those ages. <laughs> yeah, I read the first Harry Potter, and then my parents were like, "You can't read any more of these." Dude, yeah, I remember I got like banned from watching Harry Potter in my house. Yeah. Like, no, you can't watch that. Like, I remember them on. like a ton of parents, not even like quote unquote religious parents, were very upset that our school was trying to play Harry Potter during one of the movie days or whatever, mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't let the school do it. School shut it down. Speaking as as a side note, if we're talking about when we were kids in churches getting involved in secular stuff, I remember the Super Bowl where Janet Jackson and Justin Justin Timberlake. That it was a huge deal that the, um, I don't remember what the church called anymore. It was like Church of Christ or something like that. They had just gotten a massive projector. Oh man! And they invited everybody <laughs> to their church, all the families, to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think the next day, Everything I didn't even care banned. what had happened or who had won the game. All I could think about was all the children in that church <laughs> having their own Wide religious experience. <laughs> Dude. Do you think that screen was up for sale the next day? Or? <laughs> they were like, I'm going to get rid of it. I don't I don't really watch football or halftime shows, you know, but uh, I remember Sports when, I heard in general. Of, yeah, when I heard about that, I was on, I was on, you were trying to find that clip. <laughs> and just as a clarification for anyone who didn't care about sports or was too young to know about this, Janet Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction after Justin Timberlake literally tore the front of her shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. So did she have a wardrobe malfunction? Or did he rip it off? Or did he it's just... A, it's a big debate whether it was on purpose, on accident, or JT was doing something he shouldn't have been. Mm. Yeah. So we're gonna we're getting kind of close to wrapping up, but let's quickly, let's kind of go through our uh, favorite TV shows growing up as animated shows. Mm. What you got, Cameron? I got three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching Ninja Turtles a lot. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. My favorite of which probably being Donatello. If anyone wants to know. There's an interesting uh, weird. theory that your favorite Ninja Turtle says like who you are. Like in a group of friends. Like I four agree. friends. You most of the time when the group of four friends that's really close comes together, they exhibit each of the four different Ninja Turtles personalities. And there's always one guy who doesn't want to be labeled what everybody's labeling him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which Ninja Turtle is that? Yeah. Who do, who do you think I am? Huh? You think I'm Donatello? <laughs> I think I'm watch. Mikey? What? <laughs> <laughs> I have thoughts about things. I used I'm to just watch like Rocket people. Power a lot too. Yeah. Mm. But you're right. Rocket Power was probably the main one. And then uh, Hey Arnold. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. I watched a lot. A lot of different uh, shows. I can't remember. Like pinpoint just one that I watched. I don't know. I don't know. I remember waking up Saturday morning like really early though to watch Pokemon and yeah. Digimon. Yeah. Because they were on like Warner Brothers or whatever. And yeah. Like if you ever got to stay home from school and watch it, you were like, yes. <laughs> Dude, I remember waking up on Saturday mornings to watch uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Especially in the month of June yeah. during the summer, June bugs was a whole like thing they did every day. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Bugs Bunny in the morning. I remember uh, Ren and Stimpy and my parents completely like flipped, flipped. out. They oh, were yeah, like, yeah. absolutely still a weird show. Not. Yeah, still, they were like, you are not that watching that crap. For good reason. And I'm like, yeah, I'm. I feel weird. I felt weird watching it then. I feel weird watching it now. Yeah. Like yeah. as an adult, I feel weird watching it. So was it? Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yeah. Another that was one. one of my favorites. I remember watching Emperor's New Groove a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, the movie? movie? I didn't watch the show a lot. Oh, yeah. Just the movie. Yeah, just the movie. That movie was awesome. So, my favorite, though, is the whole, the entirety of the DuckTales universe. <laughs> yeah. I think Tailspin's involved in that. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing yeah. Duck was pretty good. Um, yeah, DuckTales. Also, uh, DuckTales has one of the best theme songs ever. Yes. Also, for sure. Also gargoyles. I don't know if gargoyles. Gargoyles. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, gargoyles. That was like really late good. night TV. Like whenever we were young. <laughs> for we were children. Like, it was yeah. yeah, it was late night TV for children. That was know? one of my favorites too. It was Loved like the it. it was like Batman. Remember the um when Kevin Conroy Dude, did the that whole was Batman the best series? Batman yes. series. It was a it was a really dark tone yes. to it. That's what like gargoyles was for me. Okay. So now that you've said Justice League Unlimited series. <laughs> yeah. Loved yeah. watching that. I watched that religiously. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And then the Batman series as well. Batman Beyond was good too. Oh, oh yeah, that was another that one was I freaking really loved. Good. I love Batman Beyond. Terry was the best. I only uh, watched a couple of those. I yeah. didn't really like Terry. I watched the whole Amazing Spider Man series. The cartoon yeah. one. I remember those. Was... You remember the old like Spider Man ones where they were like it almost looked like hand drawn like Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, those, those were I never watched that until I was an adult. Those yeah. were fun. No, I mean <laughs> Batman Beyond, though, like the reason I like these shows is like I can remember specific episodes, especially from Batman Beyond and from the original Batman series. It's like Batman Beyond had this whole episode where one guy tried to build his own girlfriend. Like <laughs> it was a huge thing. He built this robotic girlfriend for himself that he could take to prom or something. Got people doing that now. I, I, remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember the episode where was it Robin got turned into the Joker? Yeah. On was that an episode or was that the movie? The mm. movie the movie The Killing Joke is about Robin dying. He he kills Robin, right? Yeah. Um and then Batman's all torn up about it and then The Killing Joke is about the worst day. 
his worst day. Yeah, that's when he takes yeah. Commissioner Gordon into the, the yeah, theme park to he, try to make he shoots turn. he shoots uh Barbara. Yeah, he doesn't in the kill. Spine. He doesn't kill. I thought Robin was already dead, though. I, Robin might have already been dead. I think the comic starts the comics with you find out that Robin's dead. <laughs> yeah. Because they had a fan vote, and the fans were like, yeah, kill him off. <laughs> <laughs> they had a call in, and we don't care. he was like, yeah, like, yeah. we hate that guy. Sorry, Robin, you're dead. Fans yeah. want it. What is, okay, speaking of which, so get off superheroes. We did that. Well, we really did quick, I got to mention a series that was also very, very good. The original Teen Titans. Oh yeah, freaking amazing! Oh so, yeah, and so the new good. one's so bad. Yes, it is. Teen Titans Go. It's so bad. It's garbage. There is no, occasional moments no. of brilliance for Teen Titan Go, but most of it is garbage. I will agree. Yeah. Occasionally, they do hit a funny bone. The but original my, Teen Titans made me feel. My question yeah. is: is of those original ones that we mentioned, like with me, Gargoyles, with you, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles? Are there specific episodes that you remember watching that just really? Stuck with you. There was one where Donatello, Donatello, yeah, <laughs> there was like a group of homeless people that they would always like hang out with, whatever. And he gave Donatello, uh, the homeless man gave Donatello an old motherboard that he found. He's like giving gifts to all of them, and he gave Donatello this old motherboard that he found in the trash. And so it's like a Christmas special for teenagers. No. <laughs> no, it was just a regular episode, but. I forgot what even happened in that episode, actually. But it I'd doesn't just have to be Christmas to give gifts, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people just give gifts because they like You're people. You're right. You just don't have to give gifts year-round. That's true. <laughs> the motherboard actually ended up being pretty important. But I just don't remember what happened. What of course. You? What about you, Gareth? You got a specific memory outside of Justice League and Teen Titans and all those superheroes? Yeah. I would say SpongeBob. Whenever <laughs> when he split his pants, <laughs> that was memorable. But uh, no, I, I don't know. I, Patrick Star is my absolute favorite character <laughs> in that whole series. This uh, is Patrick, no. This is SpongeBob, <laughs> no. This is Patrick. Yeah, this the crusty crab. No, so this is Patrick. The, I don't, just the scene where it was the Doodle Bob episode, where SpongeBob draws with this magic pencil yeah. and creates another SpongeBob. Yeah. And he's so Patrick is in his house, and Doodle Bob draws a little bowling ball, rolls yeah. it. Patrick <laughs> turns into a bowling pin, and it just yeah. it gets him, and he falls into his house. Um, I th- and there was another. He dropped a he drew a wrench and dropped it on Patrick's head, oh, and nice. he it hits him, and he catches it, and he goes, "Where's the leak, ma'am?" <laughs> For whatever reason, that has always stuck with me. We have technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beats it with the computer. Beats it with the computer. Favorite, my favorite Patrick moment was like, was it like, East, I thought you said Weast or something yeah. like that. I oh, Weast. I thought you said Weast. What about you, Ray? you have any favorite memories? You know, it's weird that like my parents were like, no, you can't watch this. But they let me watch it go like Goosebumps. <laughs> oh, R.L. Stein. Yeah, and I'm, I'm are afraid of the. Are you afraid of the dark? I watched all the seasons. I'm like, yeah, you guys. But uh, <laughs> the books were actually scarier than the show. The the one that I remember is uh, Rocket Power. They went over to the weird kid's house, and he's got all the decorations because his parents are from. I think they're magicians, and they scare the older oh, brother. Yeah. 
because uh, the older brother's like, oh, no, I got stabbed. And it was like they ran away because they thought there was a murderer in the forest. Well, <laughs> to get him back, they bring him over to the weird friend's house. And, like, the dad's in a, like, they open the thing. And he's got his head through the bottom of it. And he's like, what's for supper? It's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, it's like he scares the crap out of the older guys. And it was like, that's the one that stuck with me a lot. Okay. You know, just weird episodes of stuff. Yeah. Like, just proves yeah. why I don't turned know out why. like I did. Well, <laughs> what about you? You got one? You know, Nathan. honestly, as it's really hard to remember them outside of uh, superhero stuff. But there's a show that I didn't mention that I, I did like was, uh, I think they were called Land Rovers. Every All these dogs got given an experimental serum and they mm-hmm. turned into like half humans Hmm. And I just remember the first episode from that because the villain was a cat. Oh, of course. A guy A guy <laughs> was a guy that had been merged with a cat, though. He was a human first, and they got merged with a cat. And all these dogs were dogs first and got merged, like, given the serum so they become dogs. And that, that whole show became, became was humans, yeah. so good but so weird to me. Yeah, like, I remember like each of the characters <laughs> distinctly from the first episode. Like, there's a Rottweiler. It was supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. It was... Hanging from a, a, a train, trying to, he was about to fall off. And he's like, don't kill me. I'm too beautiful to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was stuff like that during the whole show. I don't even remember. I remember, I don't remember a specific segment of an episode. I just remember that whole story about these guys just doing whatever the scientist that made them tells them to do. Yeah. Like, if he says it, he must be the good guy. Like, as a kid, you were like, he's got to be the good guy. He's telling them what to do. Yeah. Well, and that's then, like dogs trusting humans. He's, that's a part of their personality. It's like, oh, he yeah. must be right. He's telling me what to do. So He's I, my master. <laughs> I don't have any like um, specific episode. Like superhero ones make more of an impact because there's like. Do y'all remember Animorphs? Yeah. Mm, I didn't read them, but I know what kinda. they are. There was a TV set. There was a series about it as well. Mm. It's pretty good. I hear that one's I've pretty brutal. Like, there's a lot of deaths and stuff. Yeah, like, it was. It was not a kid show, probably. <laughs> it seems like the more we watch Surprise. old kids shows, the more we watch old kids shows, they're not exactly kid yeah. friendly. True. There's a lot of adult themed stuff in kids shows. Oh, I miss God. that. I miss adult themed stuff being in kids shows because kids have to be exposed to the world in some degree. And what's the best way to do that is by piece by piece, gently through the shows that they watch. Rather than like, okay, you're a kid. You're no longer a kid. Figure out adult stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still there in some ways in some shows. Yeah. Well, okay. So I was going to have an argument with my brother. Why I think SpongeBob is one of the best kid shows to watch, right? <laughs> because it threads the needle between SpongeBob acts like a kid, reasons like a kid though. <clears throat> but he also has adult responsibilities. He has a job. He has a house. He has to learn how to drive. A pit. He has a pet. He has a pet. Like it, it navigates both. Like if you were an adult, these were the things you would have to consider. But we also understand that you're a kid, so we're going to try to approach those as well. Yeah. Well, and then his next door neighbor is the super strict adult in Squidward. Mm-hmm. You know, who just wants to do adult things and has an adult perspective and personality and all yeah. the time. And then exactly. there's Patrick. And then there's Patrick, who's a special friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think kid applies to Patrick. I don't know yeah. what applies. Well, I mean, I used the word earlier. I think you used it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I looked up a uh, dog human hybrid, and the first thing that came up was the chimera from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, Eduardo. Mm. Yeah. Eduardo. 
Okay, so in case you guys don't know, which you definitely don't kind of see in your faces, <laughs> Full Moto Alchemist, there's this whole episode where they're talking to this kid and her dad, and they're getting close to him, and then something nefarious goes down in town, and they're trying to find out what's happening to all these people who are disappearing. So at the very end of the episode, they get the guy. It's the dad. They get him. He's been making these people disappear and doing experiments on them. And then a dog walks up to him. Dog. A dog walks up to him and then says, Eduardo, which is what the kid called him at the beginning of the show. Mm. You find out that he took his own daughter and experimented There's There's a law of equivalent exchange in the show. And what they did was they used a dog and a human and fused them together pretty much. And like you see the outside of the house and it's a pretty gut-wrenching if you don't know what's about to happen. His his blade come out and it's like he puts it down. Yeah, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist is a little rough. Speaking mm. of sad uh, TV, let's bring up that Futurama episode everybody likes to bring up where no. Skip waits for Fry for his entire oh, life. Yeah. Talk about shows oh, that made you cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That was, a, that was a bad one. Well, we're getting towards oh, the end. Her name was Nina, by the way. Nina. Hey, yeah. I know that nobody here... Everybody's a good Christian boy and hasn't watched Rick and Morty. Oh, no, never. I've never I'm, watched that. What okay, so about? first half of that statement, disagree. Second half, I haven't watched Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of episodes that'll mess with your head, is in a first season where they appear back in their para- their universe and they can't stay there, so they got to find another one, right? Oh, yeah. It's the Cronenberg episode? Yeah, the Cronenberg episode. Mm-hmm. So they teleport to one where Rick and the Rick and Morty of that world just blows up. It's exactly like their world that they want to go back to, but that Rick and Morty makes a ex- make mistake on an experiment and blows themselves up. Hmm. So they have to bury themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, was, and it's, oh, wow. it's this brutal viscera <laughs> happens. Yeah. Like, there's a massive explosion. You see everything that happens. And Rick's all, like, mm, just burying his, and Morty's all, Morty's like, having like, an existential yeah, crisis. he's crying I, and breaking down and digging this I hole to bury his body. Crisis. And, oh, yeah. After that episode, I had an existential <laughs> crisis. That thing messed with my head. Yeah. Later on, I think it was the next season, uh, what's his sister's name? Summer. Summer, she's like, she doesn't believe they're from another universe, uh, another universe or dimension, whatever. He's like, I could prove it to you, and he goes out and digs up yeah. that body. Oh, the the episode that I remember the most from it is the one with the math teacher, and the one where they inception they, one? they inception him. Okay, and he's <laughs> it's a terrible line, but Summer walks up to him and she's like, "You want to make an intergenerational sandwich?" Oh man, <laughs> well. it's like that's terrible, guys. <laughs> Seems like a good note to end yeah. it on. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as we get further and further from the original. You're welcome. Yeah. Don't know where to go from that. So mm-hmm. let's just wrap it up. Yeah. Go ahead, Cameron, take us out. Thank you all for joining us on this ride. Uh, we will see you again next time. Bye. 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 Later. <laughs>